Howdy and welcome to another Destiny 2 Roundup. Just kidding. Forget about last season. We are talking about the future of Destiny 2. Roger, zero, I'm Jim Bob Neutron, and today we have a special guest on the show, your very own Cooper. For those that have been active in our Discord and listened to our last GLN roundtable, Coop is one of our Discord moderators and active leader in our Destiny 2 clan. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm well, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me come in. Howdy, everyone. Yeah, for those, like, uh, this is probably, this is your first time on Game Loop Radio episode, isn't it? Yeah, this is uh, my first podcast ever. I'm slightly nervous, so f- forgive any crackling of my voice or anything else. And, and no, he is not 20 years old, folks. He does sound young, but it's okay. <laughs> no, I, but... I would tell everybody my age, but they'd kick me from the clan. Oh, no, man. Everyone loves you. Everyone loves you. But no, but in all fairness, there were a few highlights in the season of The Worthy. Bungie did introduce the Seraph Tau weapons, and they added... New playability, there's new perks that take advantage of uh, weapon cells, making interesting builds in the game. You can have increased exploding damage, or you can have, have like a tank tanky uh, build. Did you mess around with any of those uh, perks this season, last I season? I did. I did. And in, 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 in uh, especially, uh, you know, higher level content, they were just awesome. The, the, the problem I, I had with it was no one, I didn't use them to the end part of the season because no one could really figure out best way to take advantage of the of the mods uh, but they were awesome yeah my my biggest problem was it, it took so long to upgrade the bunkers to get all of them and take advantage of them so that was the only thing uh, on my side but uh, i mean they were fun to use i mean especially in raids you, you felt very tanky or you can just you know take on the uh, mobs of enemies with those exploding uh weapon cells yeah those are the two i use as well i mean there was a few different but the uh I used to run over them, and, and, you know, you get that overshield. It was just awesome. Last season, we also got some awesome lure. Um, for those that were participating, uh, they introduced the Phil Winter's Lie Quest. It did come with some bugs, unfortunately, but it did have some really cool background on Rasputin and an exo named Phil Winter. He's a character that was uh, introduced in D1. Coop, I don't... You didn't play uh, Destiny 1, but Felwinter came, he's basically Rasputin's son that he, I guess, sent out into the wild and, and, and trying to have eyes on the ground of, of how humanity and how the Guardians were doing. The season also ended with Destiny's very first live in-game event. Yeah, it took an hour and a half. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the finale of that event was awesome. I think it would have been better if this was actually cut down to 30 minutes. I mean, Coop over here almost got in trouble. Well, I think he did get in trouble. <laughs> I, I totally did. My wife and I had a, had a day planned, and I told her, oh, it's going to be 12 minutes. It'll be done and over in 12 minutes. And an hour and a half later, and I'm like going, oh, my gosh. I, I, I like the joke or the meme that I saw is that programmer accidentally put an extra zero and there was supposed to be nine minutes long and they actually made it 90 (laughs) 
But no, Bungie heard us. They are taking our feedback, and hopefully they bring more of this type of content to the game. You know, we've we've seen other games kind of like Fortnite that they have like these interactive in-game events that everyone can participate in. Wouldn't lie, I mean that that kind of stuff looks awesome. And if they can expand on it and make it something more memorable, more uh, more interactive with the players, I think that would be a great addition to the game. Oh yeah, absolutely. I um. I- it, it it does add so much. It sort of did help some excitement going into this next season, so I thought that was nice. But we're here for the good stuff, right? We're going to get right into it. Uh, this week, we got tons of new info for the future of Destiny. Uh, Bungie did an hour-long Destiny reveal on the future of the game. In the episode description, we will share links to the Bungie posts with trailers and detailed summary of the announcement. Destiny 2 Beyond Light will be a fall DLC coming to us September 22nd. The reveal started with a trailer of the uh, fall DLC. Uh, in it, you see the Drifter. He's flying to Europa. And then you see Eris treading through the snow, trying to find, get to a location. And then you see an Exo, a familiar Exo to some of us that were in Destiny 1, the Exo Stranger. You see her riding on a sparrow to a specific location on the frozen tundra. All three meet at this specific location where you can find one of the darkness pyramid ships that is active. And one of the cool things, if you notice, Coop, she has some some kind of fish, some kind of thing floating around her. It's not a ghost. Yeah, she's not a person of light, so it's not a ghost. That was already confirmed by uh, Luke Smith, and oh my god, it's so cool. I want one. I want one for home. It makes you th- think, because in, in that trailer, she said that where she comes from, the Darkness won. So in her timeline, the Darkness won. So do you think that that might be like like a, a, a Darkness-infused um, type of ghost, something similar like a ghost? That's exactly what I thought. I was thinking, oh, I wonder if that's powered by the Darkness. Because... Because he did make a point that she isn't part of light, but what if she's part of dark and she's like a vex? She can manipulate timelines. You know that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if that is the thing that allows her to go through different timelines? They also mentioned uh, in the trailer that we will be embracing the darkness in the fall. Uh, The line between dark and light is very thin. So the Exo Stranger is actually going to help us find a new power. So in this location where they go into Europa, this is actually the birthplace of all the Exos. And if you, for you lore nerds out there, this is the Deep Stone Crypt. This is the stories that you, if you remember from Cade 6, uh, he would talk about that he wants basically revenge to his creators. Oh yeah, no, I know. He he's not exactly happy, and 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 the especially because he's like, ah, I just quit counting at six. So I mean, he could be K twenty two for all we know, like Banshee forty four, right? You know, or Banshee forty four has been reset forty four times, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I I mean, look, Smith did say that there's going to be a lot of secrets and twists and turns, so. This is a long shot, but what if there's a way to bring Kate six, bring Kate seven back? Yeah, that 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 would be cool. Um, 
but it might I make. I think that they're gonna have to leave him dead because Nathan uh, is too busy. <laughs> That's true. Hey, Nathan Fillion is the voice of Kate. I mean, he's just an amazing voice actor. I mean, I like him in his TV shows as well. So I mean, you know, he's just uh, Firefly and you know, the Rookie, Castle, all those. So it would be great to have him back, but I just don't see it happening, unfortunately. Not for me, at least. Yeah, that's true. I forget about the real, want... real world stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and, and as funny as as much as I tease James about Hunters, um, Cade's my favorite character. And I would love to have him back. Well, I start playing the game. Hell yeah. He told us there will be loot, and loot we will get. <laughs> in the trailer we also learn that there's a new enemy its name is Aramis a fallen that basically wants revenge against a traveler for those that have been following since Destiny 1 the fallen once were the chosen you know the traveler gave them powers and then left them to basically die so they've been chasing the traveler around the universe and she wants revenge she wants to restore power to her house which I forget which house she's from. House of Wolves, right? Man, I can't remember. It wasn't House of Devils, was it? We'll have to do yeah, see, that's... Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. But she's not messing around, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We also learned that we are getting a new subclass. Uh, we are going to deal... We're going to learn a little bit about the darkness side of things. Uh, this new subclass, I think it's called Stasis? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you guys notice on the trailer, there's some elements of ice, right? Like stuff is, is it almost looks like you get like a skin of Taken, but covered in ice. I think the warlock gets like some kind of staff that shoots a beam out for one of the abilities. The hunter gets like these ice, ice picks, dual wielding ice picks. I forget what the Titan had. Do you, do you remember? What kind of abilities? Yeah, everybody. Uh, it, it's it's a joke because uh, the one person that wasn't shown in that whole uh, release was the Titan or his abilities or anything associated with him. He's behind the warlock stuff back there, you know. That's Titan mains are getting, you know, the short end of the stick again. Hey, you guys won the uh, Guardian Games. That's how you get. <laughs> That's how you get this time. <laughs> But no, this is going to be a new subclass. It's going to be uh, along the same lines as, as our existing subclasses, the Solar Arc Void. So each, each uh, the Hunter, the Titan, the Warlock will get this ability. And I think they talked about currently we get different trees, right, in our abilities. They are going to make this open a little bit more like Destiny 1 did, where you can pick and choose which perks or abilities you want and, you know, open it up for different, basically, build diversity. So that's going to be really interesting. And hopefully they can translate that into our old abilities so we can pick and choose what what items or what abilities we get. That'll be cool because, you know, I mean, they did that with Armor 2.0 for us so that theory crafting and, and build diversity was a thing again. Uh, it, that'll be fun. They didn't just show us what's coming in the fall. They actually showed us what's coming out the next three years. So... The fall expansion, you first get Beyond Light. This will be the new era in Destiny where we get to explore the true nature of light and dark. 
in the fall of 2021, we get the Witch Queen, which it has been introduced since, you know, you've learned about the Witch Queen since D1. The main campaign of Destiny 2, there's rumors and, and information about the Witch Queen. So this has been long awaited for us to finally fight her. <laughs> yeah, Savathun, man. She's, she is uh, supposedly, you know, as far as she's way craftier, a lot more intelligent, not as broody as her brother Oryx. But uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be fun. I'm excited for that as well. And the year after, we get another one. 2022, we get Lightfall, which might, from the name, this is actually not the, the final name for it, but from this, you can tell that we might lose our light powers somehow, or, you know, darkness consumes everything. Or something even better. I don't know, like a mixed match of light and dark. Yeah, they become one. That's That's exactly what I was sort of hoping that Lightfall would be, you know, where... It brings balance, right? You know, balance between the light and the dark. So the it's yin not and the yang. really the end of light. It's the beginning of everything. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for the, for yeah. the, this is something that no one was expecting. People were only expecting, all right, let's see what the content is for the fall. But they came out swinging with support for the next three years, basically. Which means they're not even thinking or or wanting to say Destiny Three because it sounds like they're 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 here for the long haul with Destiny Two. Yeah, the, the, that interview we saw with him in that stream. I mean, he pretty much said that you know it's just going to become Destiny, and they're just going to continue to develop on this platform and keep it fresh and keep it new. I mean, the, why 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 blow everything up? created destiny 3 when they can do the you know dcv and 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 really you know move things around that either are played or not played and really keep things fresh and instead of us losing everything i mean we sort of do already right now with with a weapon uh sun setting so and armor sun setting that's that's upsetting to me yeah i mean and speaking of removing stuff uh one thing that uh luke smith mentioned is in this last year uh seasonal model there was a lot of fomo fear of missing out on some events uh that which basically pushed a lot of players to not get into the game because they're like well what does it matter i'm not going to be able to get whatever weapon that i have to grind for and it's not going to be available ever again so they're actually going to remove some of that uh, from the game and they're going to add transmog so it doesn't matter it won't matter what armor you have because you'll be able to select how you want to look. Um, so that way you only have to worry about the stats and perks on your armor and then, you know, put in whatever shader or uh, what are they called right now? Like ornament, armor ornament, mm -hmm. and look the way you want. So that I'm excited for that too. Well, it is called Dresdeny. <laughs> it's a nickname. Yeah, that's, that's the... Uh, that's the... Um, that is the end game for Destiny 2. Look the best. Gotta look good, man. You gotta look you gotta good. have the best emote, and you gotta look good. But there's a lot of good stuff coming. I mean, we have next-gen consoles coming over uh, at the end of this year, and Bungie will be supporting uh, next generation. Uh, you'll be able to play 60 FPS, 4K resolutions on the PS5 and the Xbox X series. Um, if you already own destiny 2 on the ps4 
or the Xbox One, you'll be able to upgrade to its next-gen uh, variant um, and get those sweet uh, frames. And something yeah. really cool. I mean, this last year we got uh, cross-safe. So you're able to link up your PS4, uh, Xbox, and PC accounts to have one save file across all three. And so you can jump around and play with your friends whenever you can. Um, there's, they're going to support what is called intergenerational crossplay. So that means people on PS5 can play with their friends on PS4. Folks on Xbox One can play with folks on Xbox X series. And then in 2021, they want full crossplay. This is like the dream. <laughs> it is, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Just, uh, you know, I mean, I know, you know, m well, my son plays on, on uh, the Xbox, and we love. It would be lovely to, you know, have both of us, you know, and then being able, to, you know, when he's feeling like playing on Destiny, that would be great. We know a few other people too that are in the clan that are on Xbox or PS4 or or such. I mean, it'd be great because then all of a sudden we're doing a raid and and we can pull from three pools now, not just PC. You know, you know. We got we can pull in from PS4, Xbox, so everybody, you know, and then we can easily put together raid teams. Yeah, I left so many friends on PS4, <laughs> so it'll be good to get a chance to play with them again on Destiny. Yeah, That'll man, be fun. A lot of exciting Let's, stuff. Yeah, because I can't play on a console anymore. It's been so long. You know, I I I I I look bad with a controller in my hand now. <laughs> you get hand cramps. So they also talked about what is called Destiny Content Vault. Coop, what can you tell us about uh, that? Well, that's the, that's what I was alluding to uh, earlier. So basically, instead of building Destiny forever and making you know a one terabyte game where they can't update, you know, I mean, they were talking that to compile the uh, executable now that it took them what three days four days to compile the executable right now it's like huge time for them to make any changes so that that's why you know when something doesn't go right it takes a long time for them to get everything in place so the whole idea of the dcv or dot destiny content vault is that things that aren't being utilized they'll pull out and shelf not you know delete it's not necessarily a deletion but they'll shelve them and then bring other things in that people seem that they want to play more. You know, like uh, as you you know talking about the uh, Beyond Light. I mean, we're losing Mars, we're losing Mercury, we're losing um, Io, we're losing Ness. Uh, no, we keep Nessus. We're losing uh, Io. And, losing the uh, Leviathan. Titan, Titan. Yeah, Titan Leviathan. So, um, speaking of which, uh, we got to do prestige mode before it goes. Yeah, we have to do all the raids on the Leviathan. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But then again, that's that's what I was talking about. You know, with if we had crossplay, it'd be really easy for us to put a raid team together. It, you know, and because we have a lot of people in a lot of different time zones. But so th that's the beautiful thing about that. And then the the changes that need to happen, a fix or a repair, they they, they can be a lot faster in turning that around. So instead of us having to wait like we did uh, for Fell Winters, we had to wait, what, four days? 
Yeah, for them they to figure out what it was almost immediately. Yeah, so they figured it out almost immediately, but for them to recompile, fix it and recompile, it took four days for them to do that. So and then and then push it out. So I mean, you know, it 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 will build a better experience for the player base than uh, than what we're used to now. Even though you know, I mean, I I like Mars. Yeah, Mercury can go away. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Mercury and, uh, and Titan can go away. <laughs> Nobody yeah, cares they, about they're... those. Yeah, even though I do like Sloane, she's cool. But um, but you know, I'm gonna miss uh, uh, the, the warlock on Io, um, the cranky Asher? guy, Asher, Asher Mir. Yeah, Asher Mir. Cookie I'm gonna miss man. that guy. <laughs> I, 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 when we were doing, when you do strikes there or whatever there, and him just complaining through the entire strike just always made me giggle, right? <laughs> I was like, he was great, great uh, voice actor for that. But they're not all, they're not just removing stuff, right? They're bringing stuff, stuff back, some old content, stuff that you actually probably didn't get to play yourself, Coop. No, I didn't. You know, yeah, we got the Cosmodrone. Coming back, we have um, well, we have Europa, you know, for new, and then uh, they're bringing back uh, new new strikes or, or old strikes, actually new strikes to me. Uh, so we got Volta Glass coming back soon, and then there's four more planning, right that they're gonna bring back from uh, original Destiny One. Yeah, so and I I would it, expect like at least every year they'll bring back one of the old raids or one of the old destinations. Um, so we'll probably get, you'll get to fight Crota, you'll get to fight Oryx, you'll get to do Wrath of the Machine, which was really, really fun raid. Yeah, and I can get the dreaded meth, uh, Vex Mythoclast. Ooh. I you know what? Know. Yeah, like, they, they have to bring it. They have to bring it. Uh, what, what's, what's, there's a hand cannon there too, the right? Fate the Fatebringer. Uh, Fatebringer, oh gosh. Such, I such heard a, stories about that. Such a great hand cannon. So... So my thought is, I I don't think like so if they bring this the the vault of glass, I don't think they'll have all the weapons available. I have a feeling that it'll be a select few from that uh, pool, like probably like the top five or top three. I I agree. I don't I don't think that they can because if they start doing things like that, then the game gets bloated again, right? Yep. And they are trying to bring in new things, uh, the new weapons that we have available this season are cool the skin on it is cool with a whole bunch of new um uh talents you know that we have but it's exciting i've tried a few of them and they're you know i've had that auto rifle with reformation where it heals you as you're you know killing things and it it it, it, it was fun seriously i just was like oh wow Oh, well, look, I'm healed again. I don't even have to do anything, you know? It's like, wow. You know, I hit a few trash mobs, I'm healed, and I'm continuing on. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming, uh, and I hope everyone listening is excited just like us. <laughs> I mean, we play so much Destiny together. Um, I I was in the middle of a, of a call for work. Watching the stream, I was muted from my work call but i lost my shit after all this went down oh it, it that's is... funny because you know i was doing the same thing i was in a <laughs> i had a meeting remember i was like i'm like uh afterwards i'm like i just i i said hi hey yeah i'm here and then muted the meeting and, or muted my mic and i turned down the meeting and was listening to all the uh new release 
I, I can't believe how excited the community is right now. People we play with, people I see, you know, posting things and Twitter and 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 YouTube and this and that. I mean, there is some huge excitement right now. I mean, just this um, this week we got united. we got like five new members in the clan. So yeah, people are excited to play Destiny again, which is awesome. Really awesome. And, it, and they should be. I mean, it it really is. I mean. I think this is this will be the first time that they've completely stepped out. I mean, from and been able to do scratch up design with a long term thought process behind it. Instead of, you know, when they left Activision, they had to slam you know everything together. Shadowkeep was partly done by uh, that other studio, right? And and then all the seasons they were they 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 didn't have as much manpower to be able to put into them to actually make them what everybody was hoping they would be but now that they've gotten on top of all that stuff um i i expect this to just be and really exciting four years yeah but folks yeah destiny 2 beyond light launches september 22nd you know i'm gonna take days off <laughs> i'll be playing this on day one uh, there's pre-orders available now. Uh, there's a deluxe edition. It includes the No Time to Explain exotic uh, pulse rifle, and plus there's other bonuses. If you do pre-order, you can get you receive instant in-game rewards. Uh, there's a ghost emote. There's an emblem. A buddy Ecliptix already has it. He's been rocking it, uh, teasing uh, VB. <laughs> And me, you know, I saw him that day and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. How'd you get that? He goes, I pre-ordered. I mean, that, the, the emblem, the emblem is, uh, it's, it's sexy. I'll, I'll just say that. I mean, it is so cool looking. But that's everything that's coming in the fall and years to come. We are now, there's a few days already of season of arrivals. This is a prelude to what's coming. Um, you have a pyramid on IO, they've revealed themselves uh, throughout the system. The darkness is on our footstep, basically. And there's ways for us to get new gear. There's these uh, Umbral Engrams. Yeah, and you can actually focus them to unlock rewards from previous seasons. Or you can uh, basically target rewards that you want. If you want a like a new season uh, weapon, there's a way to do that. If you want a new season armor piece, you can do that. If you want legacy armor or weapons, you can do that as well. The Drifter has some new machines next to him. So go talk to that guy. He's got some good toys for us. And oh, something... yeah. I mean, and then the other thing, too, is the um, the uh, Cryptarch has... Uh, you can buy past exotics if you get a uh, special piece, um, which you can earn through the season pass, or there will be a way to earn it coming up, too. So, I mean, like, if you guys are missing anything... Ariana's vow. Uh, yeah. So there was a, a Leviathan's breath. There was uh, there was quite a few little cool things that you could absolutely get. Yeah, all um, the uh, that, seasonal exotics that came out the last three seasons are available through the Cryptarch. None of them compared to the uh, the new one. Oh no, oh no. We're we're gonna talk about Wither Horde. That that thing is powerful. Uh, before we get to that. Uh, one cool thing to note, the there's going to be weekly missions. And this is where all the lore is going to come from, I think, in this season. 
which is really cool how they spread it out, right? You do one mission, uh, learn a little bit more about what Sabathun is trying to do and, you know, behind the scenes or learn from what the darkness really is all about. So every week you'll be getting something new. Yeah, no, that, that, that is so cool too. And you know what's so funny is that, that I, I didn't really figure it out at first. I'm like, and so I was just sort of, I'm on the last step for this week's. And then I'm like, oh, wait, this is just a weekly thing. And you get pinnacle gear too. Yep. Get pinnacle um, gear for doing the weekly stuff. So you're going to get a weekly basically quest uh, to run through, which is awesome. <laughs> They introduced yeah, more no. ways for us to get pinnacle gear, which was one of the hardest things uh, the last few seasons. Last season, they introduced four uh, plus one pinnacle gear uh, methods, um, but now we, I think we at least got two to three more on top yeah, of what and we the other thing, had. And right now, the focus um, engrams are are dropping like pinnacle. Um, if you focus the engram, it'll it'll it's dropping. Two to four levels uh, light or power than what you're using right now, and there's been talk that that's not the way it's supposed to operate. Bungie hasn't said anything. I think that it's been a very positive take, so they've left it in and haven't really said one way or another if they're going to take it out or anything. I hope so because so. I the the engrams that I got were like thousand thirteen, and then I focused them, and they came out a thousand seventeen. So. I'm I am a happy neutron. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I know that that is just awesome. And and similar to previous seasons, there is a seasonal event. There's a public event beneath the pyramid ship on IO. It's called Contact. Uh, you basically it's uh, kind of like Gambit. You take out enemies, grab the moats, bank it. The drifter starts yelling that hey those those taken are not mine go mess them up so it it's a very hectic public event it's really fun first time I did it I failed uh, then I learned what to do <laughs> but it's a really fun event yeah super fun in fact uh, I know you mentioned that I play more gamut than probably anyone else in the uh, in in the clan right I do but I actually prefer this public event over gamut even though. I was doing it to actually because I'm a, I wanted certain roles on certain items, and I was looking for certain roles on certain things that would drop from there. So I played it a lot. You know, I'm one of those grinder people. You know, where I until I get it, I keep going. Then on on launch of this season on Tuesday, Bungie told us that there's basically you you get a new dungeon. It's called Prophecy. This is a a the nine inspired dungeon available starting at 5 p.m pst you're able to get a uh, new armor from the dado foundry there's classical armor it's reprised trials of the nine armor I, is there weapons that drop from that dungeon do you know coop yeah the, there are special weapons but they're more re, uh, reprised weapons uh, i heard that there are going to be some um adept weapons that that come from there as well so, um, and then there's supposedly seven hidden chests. I have no idea where they're at. Um, I haven't seen a whole playthrough of that. I've just seen screenshots because I've been trying to keep it so that it's not spoiled or anything. But I've seen screenshots and it's gorgeous. And I and you know I tried the the uh, to, the first part of that dungeon on on that day, and it didn't go that well. Yeah, the recommended power level is. 1040 
No, 10, yeah, 1040. 1040. So if you want to make it easier on yourself, get to at least 1020 <laughs> before you yeah. try the uh, dungeon. But it yeah. it increases drastically. Like at, at midpoint of this challenge, the enemies are around 1050 and the final boss is at 1060. So even if you get to 1020, you're going to have a rough time throughout the whole dungeon. I, I, I would play it anyway. Um, just because I had so much fun with mechanics of the dungeon, it was just really, it, it, it's just really fun. It's it's just fun, right? I mean, it's something new that we you know, hadn't done. Like I said, we made it to the first boss, basically got stomped is basically what happened. It was like, we couldn't kill anything. It was just like, oh, all right, we're dead. Okay. <laughs> no, the uh, these dungeons have been very successful with the Destiny community. Folks really love them. It's it's uh, basically like a mini raid, right? It's it's very challenging for a fire team of three. So I, you know, I'll be I'll be working to grind and power level my guardian, uh, and hopefully take on that challenge this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'll be there if you need me. Ah yeah, but we have a lot more stuff this season. There's new exotics. There's one that is. Uh, melting bosses instantly raid bosses it is called the wither whore this is an exotic grenade launcher and it basically shoots blights of darkness right yes. yeah yeah that's <laughs> um, exactly what it is so this thing is melting bosses and i i can already tell that bungie is gonna come out and, and nerf this because it is ridiculous how quickly they're taking out you know, the boss from Guardian of Salvation, how, how quickly they're taken out. Uh, basically, any of the raid bosses. They they, uh, they came out and already said that they are. Okay. This will have a correction. They <laughs> oh. said, enjoy it through this weekend. Figure that they will have a fix by next week. Okay, so, so, so that means, yeah. Coop, we have to do the Garden of Salvation Divinity Run this weekend. Um, a- absolutely. And, and the cool thing about this grenade launcher is there's two modes to it where you can shoot the blight into the enemy and it dissolve it it basically kills it from the inside where you can shoot it at its feet and it creates a pool now even when it kills it from the inside it creates a pool after that anything that runs into it is damaged yep so it is super cool yep I, I am trying to put on all the perks that I can to increase the reload capabilities of that weapon. <laughs> it is slow that is the only I mean, thing but it, it is it does so much damage so um i don't know how much they're gonna nerf this weapon but maybe but a good 50 percent is what i yeah, expect i mean the beautiful i mean it, i mean it has an aim assist of 84 right james i mean th- that's just unheard of in a grenade launcher right i mean unless you're using uh the broken one from uh crucible um mountaintop Mountaintop, yeah. But and then a recoil direction of a hundred, so I mean it's so easy to stay on target with that thing and to actually hit what you're aiming at. So yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. I I'm assuming they're gonna remove some of the stacking capability because it's not really the weapon, is if you do stacking with it that it really creates a problem. Yeah, they'll probably instead of multiplicative stacking, they'll probably do like additive. Yeah. So it's not gonna. I don't think it'll be the damage, but it'll be how how the uh, comp combining with multiple multiple blights will reduce that. There's there's more exotics coming. Uh, we're getting an exotic trace rifle. We don't know the name of it, but they showed it briefly in the trailer. 
Uh, you will need to have a season pass for this, so not for folks that are playing the game for free. Uh, you'll also there also be the Traveler's Chosen sidearm. This is gonna be a quest item, so my guess we'll we'll get these towards the middle, towards the end of the the season. And I still want that really gigantic new sword too. That uh, oh we yeah, we eventually get from the season pass, the one that looks like it's from uh, the guillotine Final Fantasy. Yes. Yeah, the final. It looks like a Final Fantasy sword. I'm yep. like, oh my god, I want that. Oh, that that thing looks. I I have the one that looks like um. Oh, the, the hook. The hook. Yeah, that thing is fun. I got some really cool perks on it too. It's basically like a mini Talon, uh, black Talon. Yeah, temptation hook. Yeah, I I have mine with a ton of damage. I I love it. I I use it a lot. Use it a lot. Uh, but like every other season. It's we are getting a new artifact. This one is called Seed of Silver Wings. It's available for all players. I can't, I did. I read through the different uh, mods that you can get, but I can't recall. If anything, I noticed there's a lot more diversity in the different weapon mods that you can use. Before, it would always focus on a certain type. Like last season was SMGs, hand cannons, and um, the sidearms. Well, now you have one for for um, the bow. For the hand cannon, for the sidearm, yeah, one for auto rifles. There's one for scouts, so swords, swords. So there's a lot more variety this season, which is a lot. I think that's that's probably the way to go. Oh, I I, I agree. I I think that it's uh, way better. Um, I, I my like I said, I'm glad that they have uh, mods for the swords now. I, I just wish that they would do uh, you know like power weapons like shotguns or. Or you know fusion rifles or something like that a mod for there because in some of the harder content it would be cool to actually have you know throw something on a fusion rifle a shotgun you know for the unstoppables or whatever right that would be that'd be great. I did notice there is one from that uh, artifact. It is a armor mod to get the flinching uh, to uh, for unstoppables using pulse rifles. So you potentially put on a pul exotic pulse rifle, and that uh, that mod will perk and stagger the unstoppables. See, and I actually like that. So because it's an armor mod, right, James? Yep. And so and so you can still leave like a boss spec or a major spec or whatever on that pulse rifle, and since it's a you know, armor mod. You can you you have the advantages of both, and I think that that's going to be big. And we also like every season. There's new seasonal gear, XP rewards. We already mentioned there's going to be an exotic trace rifle. There's progression boosts, exotic engrams. Uh, for those that have a season pass, uh, you, you get a new dungeon, new public event, moments of triumph, right? Because this is the end of year three. Solstice of Heroes again. There's a new artifact, mods to unlock, new season progress tracked with unlockable rewards. Like I mentioned earlier, there's going to be a weekly mission, uh, exotic weapon quests, just so much, right? So this is, I feel like this is probably one of their better seasons this year. I mean, just the first, what, three days, it's already better than last season? <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, this is maybe, I mean, I know people always want a, a new raid every season, right? But maybe, you know, having a new dungeon every season is the way to roll with it because it, you know, requires a little bit less, right? 
Um, I'm assuming it requires a little bit less of a development cycle to actually um, to get it to go. So I, 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 I would, uh, I would be excited if they started setting that as a pattern. Oh yeah, man! A lot of good stuff coming. Really excited. Um, but that's that's all we got. Coop, any any final words? Yeah, um, join our clan. We have fun. Not yeah, too can, serious. <laughs> yeah, you can join our clan. Um, it is a gamer loop network. Uh, there's a space in between gamer loop network. We will share links to. Uh, of course, our our website is now. Uh, GamerLoopNetwork.com or GLN.GG. There's links to clan information there for Destiny 2. We also have information for Division 2. We have latest news in the community, charity events. All of our episodes from GamerLoop Radio are also there. A lot of good stuff. And, and our clan is so welcoming. And, you know, if, if you ever feel overwhelmed, there's no need because we have a lot of people that Sherpa you know, other, you know, people through content that if, when they need it and just a great bunch of people. Oh, I agree. A lot of good folks. And we got, we got plenty of space for more. Plenty. We would like to thank you for listening to the episode, to this episode of Gamer Loop Radio. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so by following us on Twitter at Gamer Loop Radio or send us an email at our new email at gamerloopradio@gamerloopnetwork.com. You can find additional episodes of Game Loop Radio on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbeam. Thank you for listening to our podcast.